Hey, Race to Rise fam. We're Rhonda and Renee, and we're back with a dose of R&R. Hey, man. What is love? What is love? (laughs) Don't hurt me. What is love? What is love? What do you think love is? I don't know. But first, let's start with welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. You've been in the motherland. I've been in the motherland somewhere I love dearly. So I've been off the grid, um, traveling for both work and fun. Uh, In across the the African continent, I was in Kenya, Ghana, and Nigeria, and it was such a fulfilling and just light-filled, lovely trip. I had an amazing time. I am back and grounded for the next several weeks, which is very unlike me, but I just need time to recuperate. So I am practicing a lot of self-love. 100%. um, And and trying to get some rest, some much-needed rest. But thanks for the welcome back. It's it's part of the reason why we're delayed with this episode. We would have loved to have gotten it out before the big V, Valentine's Day, but better late than never, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I guess before we kind of kick off, I just want to say rest in peace to Caroline Flack, um, Mm. who unfortunately took her own life. Um, For those of you who don't know, she was 40. She was a host of Love Love Island. Island. The show I'm addicted to. Yeah, it was quite popular. Um, I know she was going through a rough period because she was, you know, facing an upcoming trial with an assault on her boyfriend. Mm. Although what's the nature of that case is a bit unclear unclear yeah. because he's saying she didn't do it, but then the Crown Posse Houston Services still was adamant in in um, pursuing charges against her. But it, it's really sad because someone like her who was so successful, so popular, has been in the industry for two decades, and to do it on Valentine's Day is just kind of yeah. a constant reminder for us that, you know, mental health and well-being it's is so, real and yeah. prevalent. It's so important. It doesn't discriminate. It, you know, it doesn't look at how much money you make, how popular you are, how well-known you are, what your job is, yeah, gender, ethnicity, none of that. And I mean, to think that, you know, on Valentine's Day, that's like so sad. And you know, being the former host of a show that, I mean, we all know it's a big gimmick to some extent, but the idea of the show is you go on to quote unquote, find love. It's just, it's really sad. Yeah. So, um, heart goes out to her and her family and just a reminder, man, that, you know, everyone just take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Paramount. Um, yeah. Very paramount. Yeah. Um, Valentine's day. Yes. So happy belated. Happy belated. Uh, I can't say I did anything too exciting. As as everyone knows, Nev and I are still on this journey and trying to close on a property. So we're being very cautious with the money we spent. But mm. he did still get me flowers and a card. Oh, I and love that. Cook dinner and we I watched a black film because he knows I'm all about supporting the culture. So yeah. we saw the Last Man Standing in San Francisco. I saw that on a plane recently. Yeah, it was very heavy. Yeah, I was. I don't know. Think, I don't think it was for Valentine's, but I, yeah, I appreciated what yeah. Neb did. But it was a deep film, a very deep film. I gave it an eight out of ten. I don't know. I really think I would have given it a five. Whoa. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't vibe with it. Oh. I didn't vibe with it at all. And I'm a big like black cinema. Oh wow. You know, go see every film that's made, but just wasn't feeling it. Oh, wow. No, no. I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I, I genuinely enjoyed it. I think for those who haven't yet seen, I don't want to spoil it, but there's what Nev and I said, like there's the main plot and then there's the subplots. subplots. And yeah. I think the subplots is what really got us. But I was proud of him because typically when we watch certain films, you know, 
if it doesn't capture Nev's interest, he starts to like look at his phone, look yeah. at his newsfeed. So this was actually a great Valentine's Day because he was attentive to detail. He got me flowers. I he cooked that. a meal that I liked. And he watched the entire film without going through his phone. Good. Which is and massive. that was a long film. It is a long film. It's over two it's hours. It's hard to follow if you're just, if you, if you kind of take your eye away from the screen, because a lot of the film is what's not said. Yes. So if you, if you really, just aren't paying attention, you can miss a lot. But okay. Yeah, I, I love that. I Wonderful know. V Day. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. And then I returned the favor and the next day I cooked him breakfast and um, you know, made him a smoothie and like eggs and bacon and I love that. Yeah. I mean I was like, you know, guys need love too. So. They do. It shouldn't be I have so many mixed feelings on Valentine's Day. It's such a commercial holiday. It is a commercial holiday. I don't want to wait until, you know, one day a year for you to do something nice. So I've always had mixed feelings. I've always said, oh, I've never really had like a good Valentine's Day. But one that's really memorable for me was um, when my partner at the time, like, I love pizza and I love Prosecco. (laughs) Anybody that knows me knows my two things. Yes, she loves her Prosecco. I love it. And so we we just stayed in and oh, yeah. and not even just order the pizza. Like he went to the shop and, you know, got pizza and kind of cut up the t- t- toppings and oh, that's nice. you know, made it and popped open a bottle of champs and that was it. And yeah. that was just perfect because it was just so low key and you're not in a queue waiting to like eat at a restaurant. So that's one of my most memorable Valentine's hundred percent. I think as I get older, like, also, some of the restaurants that I would go on a random day that would normally be normal price, normally priced, all of a sudden on Valentine's, they have this ridiculous Special. package, <laughs> three-course meal that you have to get. Prefix. Prefix yeah. and an amount. And you're like, what? And then you're just like, no, I just on principle, I'm not going to pay more when I know on the 13th. Or the 15th, you're going to go back to business as usual, which is very interesting. Especially since the 15th is supposed to be side chick day. Is it? Girl. That's my mom's birthday. Oh. (laughs) 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 It's supposed to be side chick day. And so, um, you know, they're getting the regular price meals. Oh, wow. Getting the hyped up meal. That's Mm. crazy. But, um, yeah, yeah. People spend a lot of money. I actually read, you know, me, y'all know I always like to have stats. You like your stats. But, in America, the average spending on Valentine's has now gone up to $162, even though fewer people are celebrating the holiday. $162 for the day. For the day. So that, that covers cards, candy. Gas money to get from A to B. And people are not only just buying for their loved ones, it's now being extended to their pets. Excuse me? Yes. There are people who buy Valentine's gifts for their pets. Now- as someone who wants to own oh a dog God, in the future, dog. Oh. and Bruno is going to be the name oh of my our gosh, future dog. Get me the violin. Which Nev says it's never going to happen, but it is going to happen. Team Nev. <laughs> <laughs> but Bruno will probably get a Valentine's gift for me and a birthday Why? and a Christmas gift because pets are a part of your family. Okay, and I'm just saying. I know. People oh, remind me that I'm Jamaican, and Jamaicans don't have pets like that. No. Pets are meant to be watchdogs in the yard. But you know. It's the 21st century, well, and dogs need love, too. Shout out to Bruni, Bruno. In my next life, I'm coming back as <laughs> a dog so I can get presents. But $162 yeah. for one day. I mean, yeah, I guess I, I'd be curious to see what the gender split was on that, though. Like, is that men spending money on women? I would assume so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, like, my birthday is it. 
you can do whatever you want at Christmas, Valentine's, but come true on my birthday. Like that is the most special day. I would love to say I'm like that, but I'm one of those people I like to celebrate for something. That doesn't mean I need like a gift, mm. but I'm always like, hey, it's Valentine's or hey, it's our anniversary or yeah, hey, it's Christmas. Special. My birthday. That's special. I just don't know. Valentine's Day just doesn't do it for me because it just feels so worst. But it's a commercial aspect of it, yeah. right? It but that's is. the world we're in now. Like it is. From Halloween, they already have Christmas yeah. stuff. And now the Valentine's over. I've seen everything is Easter. The Easter is ready. And I'm like, we haven't even started Lent. So yeah. I think yeah. it's just it's retailers that are just like, look, man, we gotta keep we gotta keep the consumers top of the mind with upcoming holidays. Mm-hmm. And we fall for it. I mean, to think that there's a whole holiday just focused on quote unquote love. It, and it begs you to wonder and to question what is love. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today. And if you ask me, you know, being in love is like being in some kind of like crazy, like vortex of illness. <laughs> like, yeah. You're just like in this constant, spot, but it's a beautiful thing Yeah, when it's with, you know, the right person. But if you look at an actual, like a physical definition of love from the dictionary, the the actual definition is is it's it's this feeling of affection towards someone else. It's a feeling of mutual respect, um, and it's just a desire to to show that person a level of attention and and interest and mm-hmm. value. And that's that's important. Yeah, hundred percent. It's funny because someone asked me the other day. Um, I'm involved in Toastmasters, and I was visiting another club in in London, and the question was like, "Well, what does love mean to you?" And I just said, "Love is really all you need in life, and everything else is a nice to have." Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually came up with an acronym, hmm. and love, in my opinion, stands for. Life's only valuable emotion. Ah, oh, love that heart bubbles. I love that. Yeah, I love that. So I love that, that. that that's my 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 view on love. I like it. I I do think, and it reminds me of that um, music soul child song. Oh, I love music soul child. He's and awesome. and his song love. He says so many people use your name in vain. I hundred percent agree. With but that. those who have faith in you you know, never go astray. And that that's so real. Like so many people throw around this love, 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 whether it's in relationships or, you know, their passions or anything. It's just such a thrown about word that I think really digging in and understanding what love means to you is, is, is critical. And that brings us to one of my favorite topics, which is love languages. And, and funnily enough, in our past episode, I think it was the one that we did called Tale of Two Hearts, where we were talking about our views on relationships and dating and marriage and all of that. There were a lot of people who had feedback to say, hey, have you guys done the love language test? Have you thought about the love languages? And the answer is yes, we have. I, I finally did, did the test. Yeah, I did. I did mine, I would say, for the first time about a decade ago. And then I did it again when I moved to London. Because I do think... For the most part, I want to believe that your love language stays the same. It's the same. It's consistent. It's who you are. It's kind of embedded in like how you view love. And that's all a product of experiences, how you may have grown up, past relationships, um, 
and and all of that. Yeah, totally. Evolution is a part of life, uh, right? Absolutely. So what you probably valued in your 20s versus different what you now. want in your 30s completely changed. But no, I'm glad that you even mentioned love languages to me because I didn't know. And funnily enough, maybe because it's February and Valentine's, mm-hmm. but Gary Chapman, who you know created Love Languages yeah. back in 1992, he's a marriage counselor, and it's so popular. Like I can't believe that his there, book. How many ever languages? Like yeah, the honestly. five love languages, the secret to love that lasts. Um, that it's been around since 1992, and it's like been published in mm-hmm. 50 different languages, 12 million copies. So it kind of just shows you that love is one thing. But then how do you express your love? And it's the expression and the communication that's really, really important. And the love language part, I think also, for me at least when I took it um, 10 plus years ago, it helped me better understand how to interact beyond romantic relationships. So it helped me understand how to interact even in the workplace. So let me take out the actual like heavy word of love, but just basic expression and communication, a basic level of mutual respect and um and appreciation for someone, which you know is huge for both of us, showing yeah. appreciation. But it, it really helped me understand, like, okay, this is how I like to be shown love. This is the demonstration that works for me. And then this is how the other person, whether it's my partner, my parent, my sibling, you know, a friend, likes to see. And it's about, to your point, communicating that. So so I guess to start, like, my five in order. So, so the love languages, I guess we should explain yeah. for those who don't know. They include quality time, words of affirmation, uh, acts of service, physical re- touch, physical touch, and receiving gifts. And in in order for me, no matter how many times I take the test, the percentage may change, mm-hmm. kind of up and down on t- in terms of what's what's weighted more. But it's always been number one, quality time. Uh, number two, words of affirmation. Number three. Uh, acts of service. And sometimes those two flip. Mm. Number four is physical touch and number five is receiving gifts. So what are yours? Oh, wow. Um, So mine, quality time is number Mm -hmm. one, Mm -hmm. acts of service, then physical touch, then words of affirmation. And like you, the last thing is receiving gifts, which is very interesting because if you talk to Nev, he thinks I always need him to buy me something, but I digress. Well, isn't that interesting (laughs) when you think about it though? Because when you think about it, if you think about it and, and, what I do for a living is is based and steeped in diversity and inclusion. So I'm always thinking with that lens. But when you think about it, men probably think women's love language would probably be receiving gifts. Yeah. And women will probably think men would, would their love language would be physical touch. But it's amazing that it's, it's not usually that case. I agree. But the most common love language from what we've, we've seen um, and from what we understand is actually uh, words of affirmation. Hmm. which is really interesting. Because I think that's something that men and women both want. It's my second top Yeah, I think everybody wants to kind of hear, you know, that they are being heard and that Mm -hmm. they're seen and that they're appreciated. Because it's kind of funny. Like I read an article on CNBC and it was just talking about Oprah Winfrey and how over her entire career, she's interviewed like 37,000 people, which I was like, wow, that's crazy. Wow. but what her main takeaway was, whether it was a Beyonce, whether it was George W. Bush or an average Joe who's just trying to navigate this thing called life, what they all shared in common was like they wanted to be heard and seen. It so makes sense. it actually doesn't surprise me that that's the most common that, in that the is world. The most common because 
Yeah. I think that's what gets a lot of people is like people don't want to do things in vain mm-hmm. and don't want to feel like they're being, you know, taken for granted. Mm-hmm. But what I'm realizing is love is one thing, but back to your point, mm-hmm. how do you communicate that and effectively, mm-hmm. right? Because I've dated someone in the past where that person would buy me really nice gifts. Right. Uh, and yeah, like I appreciate it, but that wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's a shame. Maybe I, I should have taken it when we were together. But now <laughs> that I um have been with Nev forever and I only just took this, I was like, oh wow, <laughs> like I really like quality of time. Yeah. So now I can articulate to him you when he's scrolling down his phone yeah. or not listening, is that hey, like just Put your phone down yeah. and listen to me for a second. Many thanks. Exactly. Because this is my love language. And that's what I need. Yeah, yes. it's about expressing your needs, right? I think for the part about words of affirmation being the most common love language, some of these love languages may have a slightly negative connotation. And that kind of goes back to what we were saying about the receiving gifts part. On the words of affirmation, I remember when I was taking the test, and I've taken the test about three times now, I thought to myself, oh, will that make me look like I'm too needy? Does it make it look like I need like Mm. compliments every day Mm. or, you know, the text to say I love you? I mean, I always love a good morning text. Like that is my thing. That's nice. But when you think about it more broadly, it goes back to appreciation. So words of affirmation can just say, thanks, baby, for cooking this meal. It's really delicious. Or I know you set a goal for yourself to you know, run five miles this week, you've done it, I'm so proud of you. Or, you know, leaving a note in your work bag to say, you know, kick ass on this presentation today because I know you have a big presentation coming up. It doesn't necessarily mean every time you get dressed, it's like, oh, hey, gorgeous. Hey, beautiful. You know, I so, agree. so it doesn't necessarily have to mean that. And and on the same in the same vein, the least common love language is receiving gifts. And I definitely kind of was twirling my hair trying to wonder, like, why would that be? Why is that coming across as such a bad thing? But it comes across that way, I think at least, because it has this negative connotation that the person who's receiving it or who desires it, and that's their love language, is materialistic, is superficial, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. So an example would be, you know, I love... Maroon 5, I love Prince, I love, you know, what, well, Prince is past, unfortunately, I can't see him, exactly, but, you know, you think about someone's favorite author, someone's favorite band, someone's favorite singer, what have you, comedian, like, I would love to go see Eddie Murphy perform live, that would be dope, something like that, and so, if someone, if my partner went and purchased tickets, yes, that's giving a gift, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's buying me a Gucci bag every other day. Yeah. Um, or to your point around a Kit Kat bar, my favorite childhood candy is Kit Kats. And if you surprise me at the end of a long day and I come home and there's just one sitting on the counter, like that, that to me is like heart explosion, right? Yeah. It, it costs, well, it used to cost 50 cents for a Kit Kat bar. Now it's probably a dollar ten. But that sounds about right with inflation. <laughs> but but it's so sad that it has such a negative connotation. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree, but I also blame it on social media because I'm yeah. not gonna lie. There was somebody who went to my university, I'll leave nameless, and you know, her husband at the time bought her an amazing car. And I was like, how come Nev ain't gonna buy me a car? Mm-hmm. But then one, I live in London in zone two for now. You need no car. So I don't really need a car, but I think sometimes, you know, you start to think like if someone doesn't 
shower you with certain gifts, does that mean they don't love you as much? But, you know, like you said, I think receiving gifts, you know, from my reading, it's like, no, don't mistake this love language for materialism. Basically what the receiver really is worried about is the thoughtfulness, right? Yes. And I think that's what people need to understand. So yeah, if you like to receive gifts, that doesn't mean you're a gold digger and that doesn't mean you're a sugar daddy or or, or gigolo. <laughs> it just means that you know, at the end of the day, like you like a thoughtful, you like a yeah. you like a thoughtful act, and that thoughtful act could be a card, that thoughtful act could be cinema tickets, yeah. concert tickets, and it's like a tangible act because I think that's what makes it different from acts yeah, of service, right? Because acts of service is, you know, my car is low on gas, you filled up my tank, yeah, or you know, I just I haven't gotten a chance to take out the rubbish, so you do that, or you pick up my clothes from the dry cleaning. Like those are acts of service, so I think those are important too. We can't leave out physical touch because physical touch is yeah. important, and a lot of times physical touch, and this is why I mentioned it about men yeah. kind of being tagged with that one as as the most common, which is not true. It doesn't always have to do with sex. Definitely does not have to do with it's, sex. It's cuddling. It's spooning. Yeah. It's putting your hand at the small of hug. your partner's back. It's a hug. It's that kiss on the forehead, which often sucks the common sense out of us women's heads. Yes. <laughs> but it's all those, all those little things, a foot rub, a back rub, you know, all those things add up and are important. Um, the thing I find most fascinating about the love language, and I'm going based on experience, and I'd be curious about yours, is one of my earlier relationships. So this was one of my relationships out of college. Our love languages were flipped. Mm. So like completely flipped. And I remember always thinking to myself, like, I love this guy, but I don't like him. And I hate saying that now because he's quite lovely. He's since moved on, got married, all of that good stuff. But we just struggled on the compatibility Mm -hmm. front because it would just be fights about like the dumbest things. But this is prior to me knowing what a love language was. So certainly not knowing how to express it or communicate, you know, what I needed. And my needs in my 20s is very different than my needs Mm -hmm. in my almost mid 30s. Now, my most recent relationship, we our love languages are exactly the same, wow. same order. Percentages a bit up and down, but the same order in terms of what matters. And so there were many problems in that relationship, but at the core, we got on famously because we just got each other. Mm-hmm. So even if we were kind of having like a not so great day or there were moments where I felt like, we're just not vibing right now, I'd always bring it back and be like, oh, we both really love quality time. Mm -hmm. So I think the tension that we're feeling right now is we're probably just missing each other and we just need to sit down on the couch and have a night in. And that would just, it would just, everything would feel okay because we kind of got it and we were able to communicate. But I don't know if that's a matter of age, maturity, past experiences, or really in addition to all of that, and maybe it's a combo, literally having the same love languages, which is really important. So we understood each other's needs. Yeah, sense. 100%. I mean, I think like you, I guess the past relationships, I don't think we knew how to communicate well. Um, and I think that was probably a function of us just being young and just thinking that maybe it'll just sort itself out or one person would just lean towards the other side. Whereas now with Nev, although true story, I've been with Nev for 11 years. I don't know his love language. So I'm going to make him take this. I'm going to make him take this quiz. (laughs) But Nev and I have done a similar exercise in that we took personality quizzes. Interesting. And so what we learned was that we were in the same analytical quadrant. Uh The only difference between Nev and me is that he's an introvert and I'm an extrovert. Mm. And within that personality quiz, it talked about like relationships and love. And so for me, it was like, 
I need confirmation. I need quality time. Mm. His personality, not so much. Mm. So I kind of think he's probably more of a acts of service, like, you know, us just having dinner together or me cooking for him. Like he yeah. loves it when I cook for yeah. him. That just makes him feel good or right. watching his football game with him to support Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, but I do need to have like a, a, a proper love language test with the person I'm married to. Like, that's a bit weird that I don't know my husband's love language. I, mean, I, guess, the, I, guess, I guess the other thing is like, it's, it's kind of, I guess, maybe not an end all be all, right? Because after 11 years, you... You know, but this would be nice to just. I think see it would be understand. nice, but I think in the takeaway with the love language is that it's not about love; it's just more about the communication element. I right? agree. I think that's exactly what it boils down to. If you even, like I said, beyond the relationship and the romantic piece of it, if you think about relationship with a mother, you know, your parents, your you know, kids, the relationship with friends. It's about communicating. Mm. It really is about communicating. Um, I had a friend the other day. We we kind of like hit a hit a hit a wall, um, and it's 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 it was a great friendship. But we hit a wall because for her, you know, her love language is quality time, and she expects that of friends as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Mine is as well, but I didn't. We didn't communicate that expectation, mm-hmm. right? And so I was actually giving her gifts. Because I'm very conscious of the fact that I'm not, I'm not present. I don't live in the U.S., mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's also the expat component of not physically being there to give people quality time yeah. is also really, really, really tough. And I mean, I'm sure it's tough in long distance relationships as well. And so I was probably leaning into other aspects like um, acts of service. So whenever yep. she would come to visit, I would try to take the day off and, you know, just certain drinks that she likes. I'd make sure it's in the fridge and stuff like that. But I, I, I do regret like not fully, you know, understanding even in a friendship what that need was and not expressing what my need was as well. So I think, again, I mean, everything boils down to communication. Oh yeah, totally. Cause expectations. I, like you, I, I, I've hit a few brick walls with friends in the past and I think, I'm like, I don't think we know each other's love language. Mm. Um, maybe I may reach out to those friends and be like, hey, like, let's catch up. You know, mm. I'm taking a love language. I realize this is mine. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's a good icebreaker mm. um, to 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 revitalize those conversations. But at least like you guys got to the same page and kind of recognize it. Or is it still a work in progress? <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, you know what? Like. I think for me, the quality time is because probably I have daddy issues, which we could make that another podcast episode. Listen, Because it's very interesting that that was like the most prominent quality for me by a landslide. So I guess it's very important that I have someone's time and attention. And I try to do that. We didn't have, right? Yeah. It's, It's interesting if you think about it, like how our past, our upbringing relationship it always ties in that way to because if I think about it as well like mine is probably very similarly described as to what you just said yeah my desire for that quality time we'll have to save that father's day episode father's day episode <laughs> yep yep yeah well guys I think it's pretty simple you know when it comes to love language appreciate right? and communicate share the love language and you know communicate 
and then repeat. Yeah, we can't we can't express that enough. Communication is key. Save your coins for next Valentine's Day. You might be able to save a bit of bucks and pounds if you find out your partner's love language and you're able to, you know, just practice small things along the way. I'm not saying don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Do you? Do all of you and all of that boo? Yeah, if you it ain't tricking if you got it, you know. Okay. But I'm just saying. But it should be every day. Demonstrating love, demonstrating appreciation, affection should be something that is top of mind. You're doing all the time and, you know, you're just communicating about it and and love's in need of love today. We all need it. Yeah, man. So again, we just thank everyone. I, I saw now we got fans in Kenya, probably from Rondette's uh, Black Girl Magic Jumbo. Tour. Um, so Karibu. Um, and we got people from Nigeria and Ghana. Yeah. So it's just amazing that, you know, the Race to Rise family is expanding. And we appreciate the love. Yeah. Like we appreciate that level of love. Listen, our love, our, our communal love language as Race to Rise is definitely, you know, words of affirmation, which ties into feedback. So please, please, please share feedback with us. We take it on board. We're not perfect. We're a work in progress, but we are definitely trying to get there. So whether it's a text or a voice note or what have you, just continue to share that feedback. We love every bit of it. All right. So until next time. So remember that everyone's race is different, but we want you to stay the course, keep running your race, and you will rise to the top. Bye.